Are you silly, generous, and opinionated? Or creative, adventurous, and studious? Want to know which book interrupted member you're most like? Try visiting www.bookinterrupted.com members to find out. We're doing another contest here on Book Interrupted. During the Seeing Red book cycle, we're giving away a NYX Mixed Flow period underwear kit. To find out more, go to www.bookinterrupted.com contests. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. Carrie oh, and Shark Week. I don't know. Red, red, red Wedding. Red. Like, could I go to the period? <laughs> uh, we can't talk about this in front of the boys because it's shameful. By the way, That's you the came way. into this world as a result of your mama being exactly. able to have a period. Curious about it, but then, like, I just, I just want to screw it up. You can put it down, push us down, whatever, but it's, we still got it. <laughs> we still believe. <laughs> Are you going to the washroom and you'll be changing your pad? I'm like, <laughs> yep. My body and soul, Disrupted. Mind, body, and soul. Inspiration is with uh, and we're gonna talk it uh, out. On book interrupted. This book cycle is proudly supported by My Balanced Life, helping you find inner balance through individual, corporate, and community wellness programs. My Balanced Life offers wellness sessions across many disciplines, including Chinese medicine, which was discussed in this month's book, Seeing Red. Fully licensed and registered practitioners are available for one-on-one in-person treatments and virtual coaching sessions. As a valued book interrupted listener, you can book a free 15-minute consultation at www.mybalancedlife.ca slash bookinterrupted. That's www.mybalancedlife.ca slash bookinterrupted to learn more and book your free consultation. You can find the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Book Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. If you'd like to join along, this book cycles from March 28th to May 2nd. It's Lindsay's book pick, and we're reading the book Seeing Red by Kirsten Karchmer. Seeing Red breaks down the lies women have been made to believe about their periods and how to achieve a healthy cycle. Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion. I've read the whole book because I just devoured it, even though I know we're not, we're not supposed to have started it before the <laughs> first discussion. I've read the whole thing very quickly. And, but I love that she talks about the history of people talking about periods too and how you know, how ridiculous some of the stuff is that men would have, women would have to go and be in their own and they couldn't, that they have the plague and that the men will get sick if the, if they come near the woman that has their period, like blah. Oh God, I wish I could fucking send me to the period tent. <laughs> I read the red tent. It's actually a great book. And sometimes I think that I'm like, I wish there was a tent. I could just go. <laughs> Could I go to the period? Tent? I would like to be excited too, right? It's like, oh, you have your period? Okay, goodbye for four days. I would be like, I just want it to be my choice. Right. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you know, sometimes I fantasize about the period tent with the other women. 
I'm going with the women to the period tent. Yeah, yeah until you have to go to work. Like, if you know what I mean? Like, we joke that it would be nice <laughs> only because we have the resources to be able to do that. But, like, it is a huge problem for some people. Just, can you imagine just being like, but I have to earn a living or take care of my no, sick parents or like it's mm-hmm. so crazy like what it's just so crazy I don't know yeah, I like guess you, you don't have the are coming in the like, well I guess I have to go to work and then spend you know my breaks heaving in the bathroom because I'm so nauseous from this pain or spend another sick day on something that like is part of biology you know what I mean like and if you sick. had all the information maybe you would not be feeling sick Right. Right. It has more invest. Had more attention been invested in the first place, even understanding the system of the body. I mean, at this point, right? The system of the body is insane. Let's have a little understanding in it, and then maybe we can know how to best, you know, prepare. This might be <laughs> a good segue to what I wanted to talk about a little bit in this episode. Is it may this book makes me think about back in. I must have been in grade six or something. I don't know. When I had sex ed. And I was you had sex. And I was like, oh, I, I had like, sex. Grade six, we're going there? Yeah. A little bit there. Yeah, my mom's going to be listening to this and being like, what? You did what? Oh, I, I know. Uh, I was like, no. But I had a okay. If that was your journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, everybody different. And we did some classes with girls and boys together. And then the boys went off and did something else. And they're like, we're going to have a class with just the girls. Oh, yeah. And this is part of the problem. Because if if your family's embarrassed about talking about these kind of things, you know, there's not much you can do. But the education system is not supposed to perpetuate these attitudes of shame. It's biology. And when you separate out the class by gender, you're, you're telling the girls, we can't talk about this in front of the boys because it's shameful. And you're telling the boys, you don't need to know, you don't need to know, um, because, because the girls should be ashamed. Like, I think it's perpetuating that sense of shame and how much better would things be if everybody got the same education It's just biology. You don't separate people out and say, well, uh, we're not going to teach you about the immune system. We're only going to teach this half of the class about that. And I understand that some teachers might not be, might not feel comfortable doing this. And that's why we need subject matter experts teaching. They could like, I mean, it's sex ed, but it's really, it's about just one part of the, of your biology. And it doesn't need to be shameful. We can talk about the details of how a system works and what the issues are. And I, for one, think that people who find out all the facts would be less like, I know they worry about teen pregnancy and STIs and stuff. But I think that if everybody got the same information, that would be less likely to happen. And everybody should be having the information. You raise a good point. But yeah, I think back to my grade six self and I'm just like, there wouldn't be a chance in hell if the aim was to get the students to open up and share. I think you would increase the likelihood of engagement and sharing by removing grade six boys. I think in the first generation or two of it, it would be like that. I think for the first couple of years, it would be like that, Kara, but I think eventually you would start to share. Yeah. I think you're right because the bigger message is, I think, like what Meredith is saying is that yeah. by I think at first those, those, class, those ages would suffer, but I think you know, five years from then it would be like boys know about that too. And also, yeah, can we, we just include there. it? We only did it one year, it was just a small period of time. 
it wasn't like it was all year. It was just like, we're doing a special thing. And even just being like, we're going to do this uh, special thing. And, it. you know, some parents are pulling their parent, their kids out or whatever. Just make it part of a regular curriculum. If it's talked about enough, yeah. then it becomes just normal, common knowledge. And even if your parents, I mean, think about yourself going through puberty, even if your parents don't want to talk about it, think it's shameful because of the way they were raised. That's when you're going to start rebelling and be like, mom, grow up uh, or dad, grow up. Um, I'm just going to talk about it. And the more we do and the more that role models like teachers and the education system, they're supposed to be role models for us to just make it normal. The yeah. more that happens, the, the better it's just going to be for everybody. I mean, because, you know, people without periods who marry people with periods don't want them suffering either. And if they're educated, then you have twice the chance that those people are going to be able to help each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is kind of weird. Like, just make it a part of biology and science. Like, don't treat it like it's this big deal. Yeah, we're going to talk about the intestines now, and then we're going to talk about the uterus. Treat it like it's normal because it is normal. And I think that can start with just all of us, every person listening, Mm. every one of us. If we are talking about periods and talking about them normally and not calling them what shark week or whatever the horrible (laughs) things people call them, but it's true. People call them. Carry oh, and shark we i don't know red, 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 red wedding if you've seen john wick like it's not even close the amount of blood in that i mean geez <laughs> exactly <I know. laughs> it's like we just like now. let's I'm just have it wick. normal and like why do we need to say like oh well you know uh oh it's I, I can't talk about it i'm not feeling well right now or whatever to your your male co-workers or whatever just be like i'm on my period like that's the way that it is half of us are mm-hmm. women or whatever that work with you, half of us will be on our period. Like, by the way, you the came way. into this world as a result of your mama being exactly. able to have a period. Exactly. Yeah. This interruption is brought to you by Strange Things, a self-published children's book written by Ann Amos and illustrated by Leah McBean. Find the digital ebook on Amazon.ca. Book interrupted. My interruption today is a mammogram, my first one ever. I had to get a baseline because I'm 40 and I have the history of breast cancer in my family. So I went and I forgot that it was my period and that I was going to have tender breasts, but I booked, had already booked the appointment. So I went thinking, oh, everyone's told me how painful this is and I'm just going to grit my teeth and get through it. And... So I went and she's pushing me around and I'm waiting and waiting for it to get sore. And then she's like, okay, we're done. And it didn't, I was piece of cake for me. So I'm, you know, it must be the breast reduction or maybe the fact that I deal with, like I have a high pain tolerance, but uh, yeah, so I made it through my first mammogram. And for everyone else out there, make sure you get your mammograms. Book interrupted. I read this really interesting book um, about goddess mythology, and it kind of traces, well, it, it's got a hypothesis that early civilizations, like, didn't worship women in the way that we worship, like, idols at this point, but understood the connection between the moon and, like, the lunar cycle and the woman's cycle, and they could see, you know, they think about in the beginning, before anyone knew anything, Right. You look around, that's how you know stuff and you observe and they would see the moon 
and it would be full and then it would disappear and it would come back and, and it would be missing for a couple of days. Right. But it would always come back. And it was really symbolic of, you know, rebirth and the cycles and generation and, and all these things. And women were in sync with that and women would bleed for a certain amount of days and they wouldn't die. And then everything would be fine again. And because of these similarities that they notice, there was a reason to understand how women are directly related to essentially creation. And, and therefore, you know, they were worshipped in that way. They were understood to be valued. And the book goes on to describe how religion, modernized, began to remove the feminine from what is valued and important and in fact began to oppress it and a lot of the symbolism that we know from what you would call i guess modern religion even some of these religions are very ancient but i'm talking about religions that come after this proposed you know goddess like organized society. i guess yeah that would be a good way to put it a lot of their symbolism is actually predated as feminine symbolism and female symbolism and, and it's been taken and turned masculine. And this is also where society, as this book proposes anyways, became split. And so everything that was associated with femininity was reduced to shameful or embarrassing or weak or, you know, not appropriate. And everything that was associated with masculinity was raised up and admired and and the thing you were aiming for and and the thing that you want to be. And from there, you can see how it unfolds why men are depressed, right? Because they have a concept of what they're supposed to be and why women have been, you know, subjugated for ever, right? Until fairly recently. And um, I just think it's really interesting, like that shift. Why, you know, like, and then- Power. Well, I was just going to say, I said, they I think some people got jealous. It's fear. It's fear, right? Of that power that we have regardless you can put it down push us down whatever but it's we still got it we're still bleeding mm-hmm. <laughs> and living you know surviving my, my kids are very interested like i mean i have no uh privacy from them so they're all they're very interested about the whole thing so we already started talking about it even though they're two and five almost three yeah. and five but we talk about it because they want to know and so they like to hear about the different body parts so it's really cute hearing the three-year-olds say uterus <laughs> it is and I just like that similar on with my family Meredith it's that like I think yeah Charlie started showing curiosity and interest by like age three and then of course like the younger sister Alex just like follows suit and like oh yeah they even get like this is too much information like they get excited like when I'm on my period and they're like mommy are you going to the washroom and you'll be changing your pad I'm like (laughs) yep They're like, oh, like you're gonna do that right now, and I'm like, right, are you pushing for an invite? Like, is that yeah. Like, oh yeah, yes, yeah. Like, and they just they're fascinated, and they'll go, do you want to remove, you know, on the new pad? How you like, take off like the like a band aid, like the stick. protecting the stick. Yeah. I'm like, and then they'll fight over who gets what. You must take off, like laughing. Because they're just fascinated by it. Uh, Yeah, because it's just another part of being a human. So you're bleeding. It's like, yes, but you're not hurt. No. And then they'd be like, (laughs) you grew me in your uterus, right? I'm like, yes. You made me. I'm like, yep, yep. 
And does anyone <laughs> know about that? And it's like, yes. So it's all, you know, and this is how these things get normalized just by, I might make a song about like the biological part of it because like we have, I like making songs about how our body works for the kids because they like that. <gasps> like we have the digestion one and then we have the wiping front to back song so they don't, you know, wipe from back to front. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, they love the wiping front to back, you know. <laughs> You should sing yeah, yeah. it for us. Come on. Okay, ready? Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Need a couple One, two, of wave files with these. I got two songs. Ready? Here's the here's the front to back goes. Front to back. We wait, we wait. Front to back. We wipe like that. We always wipe from front to back. We never wipe the other way. Or germs will make me sick one day. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, Good. Violet loves the germs will make me. She goes, or I will be sick one day. I'm like, okay, whatever. We're working on yeah. the last part. She has to agree. <laughs> but she loves it. And she'll go, is this the front? I go, yeah. She goes, this is the back? She goes, yeah. And she goes, like, I did it. I wiped from front to back. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I wasn't taught that. I was like, I just don't want them getting urinary tract infections. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny when you guys talk about talking to your girls. I'm just... This is going to, maybe other listeners feel the same way. I feel like I'm, I don't want to tell Mechie. I feel like you're going to ruin her. She saw me. Yeah. I don't want to tell her. Remember she she changed my tampon at Canada's Wonderland that one time? And she She was horrified. I was like, I'm so sorry, Sarah, but I had to change it. And they wouldn't leave. You showed them. them. (laughs) Charlie was like, are you okay? (laughs) Charlie was like, Hey, gross. <laughs> and she's like, she, she looked like literally she had seen a ghost. <laughs> oh my I wasn't trying to show them, but it was just like, it had to be changed. <laughs> I know. I just always want privacy. And then she's right. starting to get curious about it. But then like, I just, I just want to screw it up and make well, just talk about it. Like it's normal. Yeah, like, it's just don't something make it, a thing. it is normal. Don't make it. Oh, a maybe thing. there's another family member. Like, right? your sister who likes talking about it yeah that might next time we're together we'll she will be up. less uncomfortable because it's not with her mom yeah totally yeah. that's a great idea i'd be like come in while i empty my diva cup that's the thing like the kids exactly. like bored out like i mean they they are in there sometimes i'm like i just want some privacy they're like can i see i'm like okay now now go and then <laughs> like some privacy but they're not i live backseat she's tea. so curious it's gross i know maybe maybe but they just want to see it just and then know. you know some people nobody people don't talk to them about it and then it happens maybe earlier uh because some people get it early and then they're scared yeah. and they don't know what's I going on i wouldn't want that to feel. happen i know she's eight like she has some time but that i'm starting you to hope. think like i'm gonna have to maybe to her about yeah, it you but hope. i'll talk to her about God, it next I time we're together not. She's that kid that like she has the tiniest cut, and she's like, "I'm bleeding," and I'm like, "What?" So she would be pretty scared if it happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. So that that adds to the you got a primer. Well, that's your book interrupted challenge, my friend. Oh yeah, Yeah. one conversation about it before the end of the book cycle. You can ask her what she knows. Do you know what I mean? I think that's making it a thing. I think just one day you'd be like, "Oh, just at like breakfast table, like." My period's late again, or like mm-hmm. came early, and she'd be like, "What's that?" Lots of us had, didn't have conversations about this with our parents, mm-hmm. and we turned out all right. So I wouldn't. Worry. Yeah, I can tell by yeah. Sarah's body language how uncomfortable she is about this conversation. Like Sarah's, like I'm trying not to be. Like I'm trying. Like I, <laughs> like actively try not to be. But it's like, yeah, I'm just. I am that conditioned person. Like. Okay. 
I am, I'm finding out that. I am too. I didn't think I was conditioned about anything. I talk about almost anything. But when there's, a, I mentioned in my last PJ that I was like, when she, there was like a little page on different kinds of discharge. And I was like, oh, no, thanks. <laughs> I was like, who knew there was kinds? I didn't know there was different kinds. I never thought about it. I thought about like the two kinds are you have one, you don't have one. Oh yeah. And <laughs> yeah. yeast infection. That's it. That's it. I didn't know there was even kinds. When and you have just, problems like, conceiving, discharge. you know all about every discharge. Totally. It's your your roadmap to conception. Yes, I know lots about it. Too much. (laughs) And yet, shouldn't our children learn about this before they go through puberty? Like, Mm -hmm. does any of your girlfriends ever mention they're just discharged to you in your whole life? I've talked about my periods with my girlfriends a lot, but I never talk about my discharge. Never, ever. Only Meredith. (laughs) Well, no, the one type of discharge (laughs) just before the baby comes out. I did talk, I think, about that. Yeah, because I was very, I was like, is this, I don't know if this is the discharge that you look for. (laughs) Bloody show. Yeah. Yeah, Bloody show. What a name for that. What a show. Right. What a show. That is the name for it. It's called the bloody show. Bloody show. show. Ew, that's horrible. Why would they (laughs) call it? That sounds like a a fucking man made it up. You know, he made it at some point, right? Petrified. I was petrified to be checking my (laughs) underpants for the bloody show. Yes. Absolutely. Ridiculous. That's like that's up there with Shark Week and Carrie and Red Web. Yeah. This is not about seeing read by Star Reading, another book that I recommend to you ladies too. It's called The Vagina Bible. And you will learn so much about your vagina and vulva in this book. I highly recommend it. I'm reading it vulva. as well. Yes, Meredith has sent me photos from the book about things she's learned. She's like, oh my God, did you know this? And she's like texting me photos of the- Do you guys have any <laughs> idea? It was so complicated. There's, Apparently it's, it's very big. It's big and it makes well, yeah, sense. It's, it's like a penis, right? Like that when we when we split it's, up, we become male yeah. and female. Way like, more- there's That's way more the, going on. There's like all these things down the it's side. It's like an inverted Y, but like the pe- part that you see is the top yeah. of the Y, but it's like an inverted Y, but each side's got two forks. It's like, this is your, it's got stuff going really? on. <laughs> the stuff, thing that you see is very small and it, it can extend like five inches inside you. Like it's way more impressive than a penis. Like we should be talking about clitoris envy here. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this book, I highly recommend it. You learn so much about your vagina and vulva that you had no idea. Hey, it's great. I, I, I think you told me about the penis thing, about the front and back. Tell them that. Oh, that yeah. Okay. Just okay, so angry. <laughs> when we talk about anatomy, we talk about dorsal and ventral. So dorsal means the back and ventral means the front. And so if a person is standing with their palms facing forward, the front is the ventral and the back is the dorsal. Like the, this is your ventral and this is your dorsal hand of your hand. Except this is the same for every single body part, except for the penis. The penis, the dorsal is as if, it's labeled as if you have like a skyward erection or like a man's got an erection. So that if you have an erection, this is the dorsal and that's the ventral. So it's not in the relaxed state. That body part is defined based on a raging belly. Not yeah. on the lock. This is so loaded with some text. Oh my god! Anyway. Seriously, is that wonderful? I just love like <laughs> how ridiculous something completely are. ridiculous. <laughs> it's so laughable, like it's sad and funny at the same time. 
It's like you can just see a bunch of men that gathered together and they're scientists and they're putting together the textbooks. I always have the a dorsal and the whatever. <laughs> and then the day comes for their meeting on like the male anatomy. And then the no, my dick's more hard, more often no. hard than it is. Uh, no, I think we should name it and it's a rock stance because I think it even has wind burn on the <laughs> side. It's got a suntan on the underside. I'm hard all the time, boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Every day, oh. yo. Every yeah. day. <laughs> That's great. Really how it should have been decided. Like, Which can't wait to ask more suntan. What he thinks the front of his dick is. Like, like <laughs> yeah. what's the front like and what's the back? back? We should all do that. that. Let's all ask our partners. Yes. yes. Okay. I if you had to name it, I'm which sure I bet they're all gonna do it from the no, not all. I think yeah, that's what I think. I think many are gonna do it from. I think it would also depend when we ask them. If we're about to have sex, <laughs> you might be like, Challenge front of accepted. Your penis. Not first thing in the morning. Front of your penis. I can't. Don't ask first thing in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I'll be like, oh, I don't know. That's funny. I think that because my children ask so many questions, I definitely talk about it more, which makes it, it just gets easier every time. I do mention that like, women have eggs and that they turn into babies so they don't she understands that like i've talked about that kind of stuff i just haven't got into the actual period well that's perfect like, though, because now you can say to her you know how i told you that women have eggs that turn into babies so when you're super curious about me in the bathroom it's because when women have eggs that don't turn into babies the and you whatever you want to do nest uterus yeah. whatever the place that the baby was going to grow has to get cleaned out because the baby's not coming. So your body takes care of that. And that's what mommy's happening. That's what's happening in the bathroom. And it, it's bleeding because the body feeds itself with blood. That's a whole other mm-hmm. story we can talk about, about how the body feeds itself and uses blood to transport stuff around. Yeah. But that's pretty. You can take baby steps towards that for sure. Like you've already started with the egg. You're partway there. You're getting there. Well, that's true. We've already talked about blood and how, like, the food goes to blood. All of that stuff. All biology I go through. Just this particular one because I know it's here. Or here, even. Like, ooh. It's because I, I, you know what, I, I hear you. Because it's just another piece of tangible evidence that get older. And also by then uh, default, so do we. So I don't know. You know, like, yeah. it could go back to a fear of death. It could go back to that. Like I, the other, not the other day, but fairly recently, I was like looking, I'm going to do it again right now. Shouldn't have had some wine. Anyways, I was looking at pictures of Freddie and a three-year-old and it makes me want to cry, you know, like, because I miss that guy, but he's right here in the version of an almost seven-year-old, but that little yeah. three-year-old, like I miss him. Right. So I could understand how Subway addressing period oh. might trigger that kind of a thing right because you don't want them to grow up you just want them to stay oh. <laughs> no i want that to grow up. i want that to grow the fuck up <laughs> I'm, I'm excited by it i just she's driving me fucking bananas <laughs> i feel for you and bless bless grow your heart move out <laughs> fuck that bitch she's trying to kill me <laughs> she like accuses leah on the daily of like <laughs> seed <laughs> she's the bad egg oh, yeah she's the bad egg no she's delightful but she's terrifying i have a question kim do you you'll talk 
to Freddie about your period or let him see you? I don't know. Like, okay. So I don't necessarily let him see me because, and it's not even like a censorship thing. It's more just like, uh, I don't know. It's like an evil genius. Right. So I'm like, I don't need to add this to your arsenal, but I say, you know, like (laughs) women, this is like the same similar thing. Like we like our body prepares to have a baby. And when we don't have a baby, then the place that the baby was going to go we, we bleed. And so it comes out and I don't want you to watch me while I deal with my blood. This, like, you know, I mean, I want privacy in the bathroom, but I do yeah, I don't know what, how about I because I don't want him to be that uninformed, you know, asshole in grade eight. That's making fun of someone who has their first period through their white pants, you know, or whatever the story is. Right. You no, know, it's always the girl wearing the white denim. I wore white <laughs> pants today to Anna. No one. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that I am not menstruating. Did you guys have that in um, like elementary school or I guess depending upon uh, how old you were? Um, So I guess we could say like early high school as well, where I don't do this as an adult. But those first like few years of having periods like the there was much more attention given to what I was going to wear to school that day. Like, I just, rem- I don't know why. The- you don't even do that as an adult? I do that as an adult more than I yeah, do. No, I would wear my white pants. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. No problem. Yeah. What? No problem. I don't even own no- white pants. Admit that, Kara. I don't even have special here. underwear. Flow. Now, you're a scanty <laughs> period haver. Scanty, scanty. I think Because remember, when I was mid-teenager, like, I was for a few years there anorexic. So prior to that, I had the types of periods that you guys described. Like, literally, I could barely make it through the hour without having to change. And then I think I really messed up my body. Yeah. Like, cause it it's was, a, I think three years before the period started coming back and then you put on the pill to encourage that it would come back. And that it was, it was a whole different type of period. It was as if I was two different types of humans, Weird. like a completely different experience. Yeah. How much you were able to change your body. Yeah. Oh, it felt great to have that sort of control because it was petrified. That's what it's about, I remember. Right? Yeah, I can remember being in grade four, looking at myself in the mirror and being like, and my mom raised us, like she was a Lamaze teacher. And she also raised Lee and I with that book that what happens to your body. But like, she gave it to us at like age one and two. I remember (laughs) being like, this is, is this happening like right now, these changes? And I can remember being in grade four, the idea of going through puberty was beyond petrifying. I was like, I don't. I don't have a say in it. It's just, it's just going to happen. And then I have no idea. They're going to be big. They're going to be small. The hips are going to go out. Like it was petrifying. So yeah, I think part of the, yeah, the eating disorder, it was really nice to be like, who's fucking in control now, you know, body, body. Yeah. I agree with you. Cause I felt the same way. I didn't want to get my period. I was like, no, thanks. Like, yeah, I'd rather just keep on keeping on without that added whatever. But I think mine was by that awareness. Cause I wasn't like the first person to get my period, you know, mm. and I had already witnessed people like this poor girl in our class at some point, And this not even high school. So it should have been more, okay. Two stories. One story was a girl fully got her period. It may have been just like uh, standard white pants. Right. And, um, the boys literally chanted red, 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 
at this girl after that happened to her. Fuck and it was that. like, what are you like? Well, anyways, this is a good example of how it supports Meredith's argument, right? Like this is ignorance mm. at its finest, right? Just ignorance. And I even add back to Leah's question to Freddie, you know, like this is normal. This is what happens to girls. And like, you need to know about it and then you need to accept it, right? You're not, you don't have to make them feel bad or anything else. Like this is whatever, right? And then another girl, this was later, this was in more high school. Um, she got her period while we were in swimming class and she had been like, so I don't know, I don't know what her story was, right? I didn't go into details with her. So she either had exceeded the capacity of her tampon or just got her period. And she had been sitting on a bench. And so when she got up, there was some evidence, oh, right? No. Watery evidence because she had been wet and everyone, and it was a big fucking thing, right? And so- Ideally, the person who noticed it, if they were, had thought ahead about what they would do, would have just taken a towel and gone, and then told her, hey, psst, psst, go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like these are things that we could support each other. It's easy as a 40-year-old to say that. I mean, when I got my period, that reminds me, when I got my period, I was a late bloomer. So I got it very late. And I got it in the middle of school. So I like went to the bathroom and then just like left and went home because that was our thing. My mom was like, never get upset in public. And I was like, right, home. <laughs> <laughs> Hold it in till you get home. Yeah, everything you had to wait till you got home to be emotional because I was like the sensitive kid. She's like, don't get emotional in public, just run home. And I'm like, so I always would just run home. And she would run, wasn't walking home. All She'd run as fast as she could. Run. Well, she got told to run. She does things right. Like sprint. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I remember I lied to people forever that I hadn't got it even after I did. And I was already a late bloomer. Mm. I remember I went to a pool party and everyone's like, the one girl was like, do you have your period? Is that why you don't want to go swimming? And I was too afraid to use tampons too. And I was like, no, I haven't got my period yet. I just don't feel like swimming. Really? Like I just wouldn't even, even though the girl was, my friend was like, no, it's okay. Like you can tell me. I was like, no, no. You just gave me a flashback. I forgot about this. The first time I used a tampon was essentially because I was forced to by my mom, who was all like, <laughs> stop being so bloody, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just do it. I'll give you my 10 like, cents. New to my, yeah, here's my 10 cents, Kimberly. Use tampons. Like I recently had my period, I think, but I was never using tampons. And we were going to the wave pool. And we had like family over from England. Like it was like a super important trip to the wave pool because we were showing people. One of those important wave pools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. this was not one that we could cancel. We were entertaining. And so <laughs> she was like, wear this tampon. Like, just, one, like, you know, do you want me to help you or whatever? But I'm like, no, right? Like you're all like horrified. No way, you can't help me. Like whatever. So like read the, anyways, I think essentially I ended up putting it in like fucking perpendicular. It was so oh my God. uncomfortable. Oh my and I can remember like being in the wave pool and being like, this can't be right. Like floating around <laughs> and then putting a sideways tampon on the trash. <laughs> <laughs> I had this can't be right. Oh my god. I was a competitive swimmer when I first I don't remember when I oh, first cool. got mine. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah. And I remember the first time, like I I must have had it before, but I remember laying in the bathtub and mom was you read the directions and you know, try to see what if you can do. And I remember calling her and I was bawling. I was like, I can't do it, I can't do it. My mom had to do it for me. She had to put my first oh, tampon so in for me, but so she's a nurse. So, that's so like amazing, I grew though. up. Yeah. I couldn't even that's bring myself awesome. to allow my mom to do it because of whatever shame or privacy. Like there was some, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I couldn't even, I'm sure that that would have been best 
If I yeah. had an, a professional my actual equilibrium is off. <laughs> first time I tried to tampon was the minute I found out I had my period and I was like okay and I had like supplies from sex ed or something and I went a couple months maybe maybe I went a couple months and then I ran out and then I said mom I need tampons and she went you got your period I'm like I've had my period for a while now I just need supplies I don't want to talk about it and she's like oh okay so I kind of like didn't give her an opportunity to make a deal and I think part of it because I'm like I don't want this to be a deal like, I don't want things to change. And I think maybe that's a yeah. lot of what people are talking about. Like, I don't want it to be another thing that people, I don't want people to have, want to talk to me about it. I'll just figure it out. But that's kind of who I, I'll Kara, just figure I'm it out. Yeah. celebration for you and bought you that beautiful gold ring with an emerald. I just, why did you have to bring that up? You ungrateful little shit. And look at her face. Look at how ungrateful this little asshole is. <laughs> I have that ring. I could go get it right just now. She just like, threw it away. Me. How do I want to handle this? And I said, I don't feel ready to talk about this with anybody. And she goes, very honest. I understand. And she turned around and she went, so you're never going to believe. Oh, hey, so-and-so, you're never going to believe. And then she was like, everybody, family, we have a ceremony. Kara. And I was like, so I can't even trust you. You'll literally get me to be vulnerable. I'll open up and tell you what I feel comfortable with. And then you'll do the opposite. But to be fair, she was so excited. It was just as big of an event for her. But my grade seven self could not see that or appreciate it at all. I love that she gave you a ring and celebrated it. That's so great. I know. It's very, very sweet. It is. It absolutely is. She's very caring. Mine was the same, though. Like, that experience at... Mine at the wave pool was the same thing. Well, I don't even know. Like, I I might have bundled it all together. But definitely the wave pool. Like, she was telling the family, like, I don't know, maybe <laughs> why you were late yeah. leaving or whatever, right? And I'm like, shut up. Like, don't tell me about my period. It's just Kimberly right. putting in her tampon perpendicular. <laughs> <laughs> It takes a while to get it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just give her a good seven minutes. She'll be fine. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, I didn't see it from that perspective. I just—it's a nice ring. You can have it. No, it absolutely is, and it does speak to like look at what mom did in that example. Is that she was trying to demonstrate it. it's something to celebrate that it's a yeah. marking if it's like a rite of passage. And that people close to her are, and our family are deserving to know about a big monumental occasion. Yeah, I guess she did kind of take it from you, though. I didn't think about it that way. You shouldn't be embarrassed because my mom isn't. Like, that's just and it's nothing to be embarrassed about. I know, but I can understand. It feels like it's not. It's not yours. Yeah, it didn't feel like it was yours. She's so proud of you for this. Thing that you had no control over happening. Well, you know what, Sarah, that makes me think about the thing with Mati is your, maybe this will motivate you. I hope this will motivate you is your pursuit of your comfort with it can help her to understand how she should interpret it. Right. So even though Kara was still mortified and whatever, we understand that her mom was proud of her because she had, she's now a woman. Welcome. Like I'm come mm-hmm. to the, you know, you're a woman and this is a wonderful thing to be. And that's so great. And 
So your ability to you know hold her hand across that threshold is probably a pretty important moment. Yeah. Right. And then obviously, I mean, you know that, but maybe, you know, spending some time thinking about it in those terms might give you the extra little push to have the uncomfortable convo. Show your flow, show your flow, show your flow, (laughs) show your flow. (laughs) You go from like completely censored with Mati to be like, come here, pull this string. (laughs) You just go. Guess, guess what's at the end of the string? It's not going to be what you think it is. I have a surprise for you. Oh, my God. Is that a pull my finger? You might not know because it's perpendicular right now, but you'll yeah, still be like, surprised. Yeah, my, what string? Oh, oh, my God. So wrong. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel, Book Interrupted. You can also find our videos on www.bookinterrupted.com. A book club is just a book without members. Join the community by following us on Facebook, Instagram, or sign up for exclusive content through our website at bookinterrupted.com unpublished. We'd like to give a big shout out to our listeners. Your support makes this all possible. Thank you for the uplifting feedback and for recommending us to family and friends. We love hearing from you. Please reach out through our website at bookinterrupted.com fans or by emailing connect at bookinterrupted.com. We appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to connect with us. See you next time on Book Interrupted. Moments you can look forward to on next week's Book Interrupted. And I even got like a little brush, I got a little brush and I like cleaned out the holes and like, does anyone still do Kegel exercises? Feels Are like they? you have this like wave of like, I'm going to pass out. It's so mm-hmm. bad. Just pouring down my legs. <laughs> I wear, I wear adult diapers. Composting <laughs> in my, oh Lord. In my tub. Yeah. Book interrupted.